Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOven.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so excited you're here with us today, and today we have a very special guest. Today we have with us Ms. Julie Jancis. She is the angel medium. She is also a podcaster. She has the podcast um, Angels and Awakenings, and she has a book with the same title, Angels and Awakenings. And so she is here today to talk to us about how to connect to our angels and to our departed loved ones. So I'm so excited to have her here today. I love these kinds of topics and I cannot wait to get started. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Julie. Oh, Melissa, thank you so much. I'm so excited to get to spend this time with you and your listeners. Yes, I'm so excited to have you here because I've always been fascinated by the topic of angels and guides and mediumship and crossing over and what happens on the other side. So this is gonna be a fun conversation today. Yay! <laughs> So before we get started diving in and telling our listeners how they can connect to their angels and to their crossover loved ones, tell us a little bit about yourself. Have you always been a medium? Have you always known you've had these gifts? You know, I think it's such an interesting question because you don't know what you don't know, right? And most, I wonder if this is the same for you, so you'll have to tell me afterwards, but um you talk to a lot of mediums, angel messengers, intuitives, and everybody says, says the same thing. I didn't realize that other people didn't have this voice within their head or these visions their entire life. Like I've had them since I can remember like being five years old. Um, I had a very prolific dream when I was very young, that couple that really came true. I just thought that that's the way that everybody's energy worked, mind worked. I remembered playing games even. I played psychic games all this all the time, but I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. Like in the car or at home looking out of my window, I try and guess like what's going to be the next kind of car color that comes through. Um I'd play these games with myself all of the time. I just thought that everybody did, right? And it wasn't until my dad passed away and I really started hearing from him that I realized the gift that I had. And um, I do believe that everybody has it to varying degrees and everybody's gifts are a little bit different, but we can choose to amplify that voice within us or we have the free will to tune it out, right? Yeah. So it's kind of, um, yeah, something that's been with me my entire life, but I really didn't realize it until I was 33 and my dad passed away. I'm sorry to hear about your dad, but yes, I, I've heard of that happening quite a bit that it takes someone that you love crossing over before you realize that you have the gift, whether or not it's that you see that person or you're hearing them or whatever it is. Sometimes I think, that's what awakens people to the fact that they they do have those gifts yeah a hundred percent so for me it was really really fascinating my dad passed away on august 5th 2015 and he and i were in a bit of a tiff um, we weren't talking at the time and so kind of out of spite his wife at the time did not call to let like the siblings know that he had passed my siblings and I and uh 
it was really fascinating. I started hearing from him. I didn't realize it, but was on the day that he passed every single time I would brush my kiddos hair in the morning before school, my daughter, and you know, girls, they have all these tangles, right? Getting your (laughs) daughter's hair before preschool, like set and ready to go is an entire 20 minute process. For sure. Yes. Yes. And, um, I kept hearing this voice repeat in my head over and over. She needs a hairbrush like I used. She needs a hairbrush like I used. And this was totally confusing to me at the time because A, I thought to myself, this is the only type of hairbrush, this big old paddle brush that I've ever used. What is this voice talking about? But it repeated the same phrase over and over so much that I realized I had this thought, the secondary thought, this isn't me. This voice is not me. And Eckhart Tolle talks a lot about the split of consciousness, how we think our entire lives that we are the voice in our head and it causes us to feel these feelings and emotions and those feelings and emotions cause us to take action. And there you're really working with this process where you're kind of asleep and nobody has the wheel in your life Um, and nobody's driving the ship Um, and you're just kind of sleepwalking through life. They call it a spiritual awakening because you awaken to the fact that that voice inside your head is not always telling you the truth. It is not you and you can be the observer of your thoughts. Your intuition is the observer of your thoughts because um think about it this way anybody ever tell you um listen to your heart or just go you know like listen to your heart what does your heart say about that what does your gut say about that if there wasn't a secondary voice within us people would just say go think for a while they don't do that they say go listen to your heart why there's this softer stiller voice within us And it is your intuition. Your intuition really is your soul's voice on the other side. If you break down what the soul is, the soul is energetic vibration and it's conscious thought. And that conscious thought is your intuition. So it connects you to your angels. It connects you to your loved ones on the other side, connects you to your higher self, that part of you that's omnipresent like God, that's always on the other side in heaven and it's a power power like very very powerful tool to tap into because when you recognize that you have angels guides and loved ones on the other side who are there to help you direct you protect you um life becomes easier you start to live in alignment and flow you're following that intuition communicating with your angels on the other side and life starts to become really really fun um so this is how my dad brought this through he brought it through with this phrase uh she needs a hairbrush like i used i heard it for an entire month every single time i brush my daughter's hair and on september 5th 2020 uh 2015, I got a call at work that he had passed. And out of my mind's eye, I saw him brushing my hair as a little girl before work, like he always did. He was using his hairbrush though, that I hadn't thought about in 
Decades, which was a wooden handlebar brush with these boars like bristles and just blurted out of my mouth in the moment my dad's been talking to me and a co-worker really encouraged me to figure out how that's how I started working with various different teachers on every different coast um studying this and immediately when I started working on volunteers as soon as I get into your energy field your spirit team is right there with messages from the other side I love that that's beautiful that you have those messages and I'm sorry too that you had to wait so your father passed away on the 15th of August yeah. and you didn't find out until the 5th of September yeah, he passed away on the 5th and we didn't find out for an entire month. Um, but I really believe it was the way that things were supposed to be. I knew I would write a book when I was younger. In high school, I knew this. And uh, in my 20s, I would always pray, like, well, just give me the book, God. Like, I'm ready <laughs> to write the book. And um, I... I was like, give me the topic. Give me the topic. I kept hearing over and over when I would pray. Um, when you're 33, when you're 33, when you're 33. And when I was 33, my dad passed. And so um, it shows me through my experience with every vibration in my body, every cell in my body, I know that they knew exactly what was going to happen as it happened. And it's the way that it had to go down. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. That's an yeah. amazing thing. So how do you help others to kind of connect to their own angels and departed loved ones? Because I always hear people say like, I can't get guidance for myself or I can't connect. And I, and you hit it on the head when you said everyone connects in a different way. They may just not realize that they are connecting. Yeah. So uh, I teach a course that I call the Angel Reiki School, which is really helping people to step into their gifts. I don't know about you, but when I went through a Reiki energy healing program, uh, or I think that might have been the Chios energy healing program that I did, it was the very first one, and they would have you work on volunteers. So here I am, I get into my very first session. And with energy healing, you're supposed to be quiet. Like you're not supposed to be talking while you're working on people. So I'm sitting there like laying hands, going through the frequent, like the process of your, how you're supposed to lay hands in sequential order. And there's a gentleman on the other side. Like there's this younger man who keeps showing me this white car and this tree and he's got tears in his eyes and he's showing me what happened and this guy's grandfather is on the other side and i see these angels around them so i call my teacher over i'm like really hesitant i'm like i don't know what's going on here this is like six seven years ago right she comes over and she's going yeah okay what's your question and i said I'm getting all these visions, like all these people are on the other side. There's, there's things that I'm seeing. And she goes, just tell him everything that you're seeing. And I'm like, it's okay. I can talk. She goes, yeah, just say it. So I started to tell him about the car accident that I'm seeing and that um, this gentleman and him were in this car. I see the gentleman um, kind of go through the windshield and I'm talking to him about this and this gentleman in his 30s just starts it's gonna make me emotional um just pouring tears just 
And um, his friend on the other side said, they were in high school. They had both made some mistakes and he needed his friend to know that everything that happened wasn't his fault. And that this gentleman had really not been on his path for so long because of the guilt that really overwhelmed him. So bringing through this message and having him cry and just knowing that he was coming full circle, this gentleman in front of me of, he was finally able to unburden this guilt and his friend and his grandfather came in and said, what are you doing? You, you have this entire life ahead of you. You've been pushing away a family. You've been pushing away this. You've been pushing away that because you're so scared of having more loss within your life. And they said, you have beautiful things that are in front of you. Um, this is the process with all of my sessions. Like if you watch Teresa Caputo's show, mm -hmm. hers is very much a different gift. She's an evidentiary medium in the fact that she validates for a lot of people. And when her TV show came out, people were at a crisis point with the church and not really knowing if they had faith anymore. Mm -hmm. And she, I truly believe, is a soul that was sent here at that time, about 2011, when her show came on, to reinvigorate humanity with a belief in the other side. Doesn't have to come from church, doesn't have to come from religion, can be a spiritual connection with the other side. But all of us have it. And yet she doesn't she's not prophetic, right? Like she doesn't go into your future stuff. She doesn't tell people a lot of what's to come. My gift is very different. A lot of people, I'd probably say about 60 to 75% have tears that come through at some point in the session. There's validators where they'll say, I was just talking about this, or I was just talking to my husband, or I was just saying to spirit in the car, you have to bring this up. There's evidence in that way in every single session, but spirit is very specific that we have life paths here. We have life plans here. Your soul didn't just come for this whimsical trip and there's nothing else to do. You have purpose in the joy that you're meant to experience here. You have purpose in the way that you're here to help and serve others in this lifetime. And they get down to business in my sessions, right? Like they're, they're saying, here's what's holding you back. And they'll pull thoughts out of people's heads and show me this is what's blocking them. They are thinking this. And if they just saw it from this other perspective, they'd be on track. And we need you to give them this vision of where they're going to be 10, 15, 20 years down the road. That's my gift. And I love doing this work so much, Melissa, because, um, and I'm sure you get this too, it's like every day somebody emails in and they'll say, had a session with you a year ago or six months ago, and I just wanted you to know that I took everything that you said to heart and this is where I'm at today. Like, I know that that vision was true and I'm headed to it. I'm walking towards it. And that's what Spirit says. Like, if everybody here was just doing what their soul came here to do, 
we'd all be in a different spot, but we're not doing that because we're allowing our egoic minds to hold us back. We're allowing the lies within our heads, worrying about people pleasing, worrying about what other people are going to think. All of this junk just holds us back. And so we're not further. The angels come in because they're, um, I don't want to say, do you swear on this podcast? Yeah, I mean, I have some moms who listen with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh no, I won't do it then. Um, it's not like they're like, get your stuff together, right? It's, yeah. it's just a, they're not going to leave us alone until things are where they need to be and things are not where they need to be right now. So it's getting all of the cards in place, all of the things in place where we are following our paths. We're following our hearts where you feel so much joy. That's what your angels are saying. Like you feel so much joy, even though it's hard work, what you do is hard work. You feel so much fulfillment within your heart, right? And so yeah. much joy doing this work. That's what it is. You and I both lived, um, periods within this lifetime where we weren't doing what we loved. Yeah. And, and it didn't resonate and we felt disappointed with life and living this, doing this work, whatever it is for everybody listening, it's a different life to live when you're actually taking action on your purpose every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. And I get chills when you're talking about that because I think we just forget who we are when yeah. we come here. We just forget. And we yeah. need to be reminded. Yeah. Come home to ourselves. Right. Uh, I read something somewhere recently, and it was like the most beautiful quote. It said, the soul is relentless in coming home to itself. And I thought that's the perfect way to phrase it because the soul is relentless in this journey coming back home yeah. to ourselves here. And do you feel like, I sometimes feel that there are a lot of people out there who I've had people come to me and say, I, I don't like it here. It feels heavy here. I don't, I, I want to go home. That's what I've had literally just friends of mine say about earth and this whole experience. And do you think maybe those people who are feeling that way are possibly feeling that way too, because they're not? on their path and somewhere they're realizing that this isn't what I was supposed to be here doing and I'm not experiencing the joy and all of the things that I was supposed to experience when I came here. Yes and no. Um, I think it's more so a case of how empathic some people are. Um, and when you're because not all people are empathic to the same degree. You have people who, if you think about a glass door, glass sliding door that goes out to the backyard, mm -hmm. you have three options there. If you close both the screen door and the glass door, nothing from the outside, I'm in Chicagoland, no winter, no fall leaves, nothing's blowing inside that house, right? Yeah. There are some people who are not empathic, where they do not feel the energy of the collective consciousness, it does not impact them whatsoever. There are other people who are 
partially empathic. So it's like the glass door is open, but there's still a screen door between the outside and the inside. So in the winter, when it's really, really bad out, you're going to feel the cold, um, but the leaves aren't blowing in, the rain's not coming in, all that type of stuff. Others of us are empathic to the highest degree. And inside a house, there is no closure to the exterior elements. And and what that's like is when you are empathic to that degree, everything that's happening within the collective consciousness, everything that's happening um, with the various different planets and astrology, you're feeling all of it so much so that you don't know what's your stuff and what's other people's stuff, what's the collective, who's in your household, other people you're connected to family and friend-wise. That is a very, I can say from personal experience, that's a really hard place to be in life because I'm just going to say it. Sometimes it makes you feel bipolar. Sometimes it makes you feel crazy. You have more heavy ups and downs because you're feeling everything within the collective. Um, I'm not political whatsoever. I'm just going to throw this out there. The morning of um, January 6th, when everything went down in the United States, what was that like? 2020 or 2021, I don't remember. Um, there's a Instagram video though on my feed where I got on and I was like, friends, I don't know what's happening today, but like my emotions, I could not contain them like I normally do. Like I was just blubbering like a baby the entire day, just so much emotion pouring out of me. I couldn't stop the tears. Mm-hmm. There was just so much energy happening within the collective consciousness that day um that happened when everything was going down of march of 2020 and the entire waves of the collective consciousness happened with ukraine right but it's not just those bigger things that we hear in the news there's just tons of stuff where you're feeling the collective all the time um I could talk about it for days, but it's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I love that analogy, though. I mean, that's a great way to help people understand what it's like when you're empathic, because they think a lot of people don't understand. But I think a lot of people listening to this show probably do understand, because I think we have a lot of people who are empathic who are listeners. So that is a good analogy and a good way to understand. And if someone needs to explain it to somebody else, there's your analogy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, too, that they're just picking up on everything going on because everything is so tumultuous right now. Yeah. And Mercury in retrograde, please. (laughs) (laughs) Please, can we spend a whole show talking about that? Yes, yes, 100%. I love that. So I'm going to ask you to give us some tips maybe for anybody out there who wants to start working on, I guess, being more open maybe to connecting to their angels and to their departed loved ones. Make a connection, establish a connection with your angels, guides, or loved ones on the other side, your spirit team, without being able to align with their vibrational frequency. I call that oneness. Other people call it different things, high vibration. Uh, I walk you through in the book, 
a four-week process of how you get into oneness, how you hold oneness when you're talking in a conversation with someone, when you're at work, when you're at the grocery store. When you start to hold this connection, what ends up happening is you're starting to dial in more to your intuition and starting to learn what is your egoic mind versus your intuition so it's which voice are you listening to within and once you can really tune into that that's where it starts to get fun so the second like two-thirds of my book is going through it's like the angel dictionary where you go through how all the different angels are working with you, what resonates with you. And by the end of the book, I have these worksheets. It's a bigger book. It's like, I think 230 or 260 pages. Um, But by the end, I included some worksheets. So it's a workbook and book. The worksheets help you to understand, okay, my grandfather, my grandmother um, are on my team. And this is what they show me as a sign. And I have Archangel Michael and Archangel Gabrielle and the Seraphim on my team. And here's the sign that each one of those angels shows me throughout my day to day. Now, when you're going out back into the world after you've read the book and kind of do that work for yourself, you know that when you see two cardinals, for me, it's my dad and my grandma. When I see one cardinal, it's my dad. When I hear a particular song on the radio, I know it's my grandfather from the other side. Um, When I know like that the angels are really talking to me about my service purpose in life, it's the seraphim coming through. I know that when I'm really asked by the other side to focus on my joy more and what brings me joy and just kind of step back into myself. That's Gabrielle. And once you have this identified by the end of the book, it makes it so much easier in your life when you see those signs to be like, okay, dad, I know you're here. What's up? What do you want me to know? Yeah. And that's how I begin teaching my students how to come into connection with their team. That's awesome. And that's all in your book, Angels and Awakenings? Yeah, it's Angels and Awakening. Awesome. And then you have a podcast also. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the podcast too, because uh, I, of course, always have so much respect for other podcasters, but it sounds like a fascinating podcast. So what kinds of topics do you feature and, um, you know, what can people expect if they tune in? <laughs> I love it. So we started the podcast in February 2019. And if you go through, there's three and a half years worth of the podcast. I feel like if you start at the beginning and listen through the entire thing, it's an evolution of um, me kind of coming more so into my work and interviewing experts. We've had on Lorna, uh, Lorna Byrne. Um, We've had on just uh, John Holland, um, huge, huge people like within this realm of work. And I can see myself in past episodes now. I, I recognize what I was doing. Um, 
wanting just to just make sure, okay, am I doing this right? Is this how it works for you? Am I different? How do I just make sure like, uh, cause my gifts are a little bit different. And what you end up seeing is this evolution of talking to different people and just realizing everybody has gifts. Everybody has gifts in different ways. And so you see that brought about. We also every Thursday talk about angel stories and that's not just seeing angels, but ways that you know that God is working in your life, signs that you're sent, where you know, like, you know, like, you know, that it wasn't you, that it's the divine working through you. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. love that. Yay. Love it. I love that too. And I highly, highly encourage anyone out there listening to go and check out your podcast and to check out your book too, because that I love whenever books come with actual workbooks that you can read and then you follow along with and it gives you things you can do, steps you can take, instructions for how to make your life better. I love that. So I love that you included that in your book. Thank you. Yeah, I'm way too ADHD. When something's got like a book and a workbook, I never, I buy them both, but then somehow I never get to the workbook because they're always in different places. Right. Like, oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. I guess I need to get that back out. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being on here today. This has been such a really fun conversation. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to ask you, what was your most memorable experience helping someone and maybe doing a reading for someone? Because I know you talked about how emotional it was to do the Reiki session. And like you, uh, when I do sessions with people, I connect to their energy. So I am always telling them, this is what you're feeling and this is what's wrong in your body and this is what's going on. So same thing, like I've got to, I'm like, I need to shut up because I'm talking for the first 15, 20 minutes. But um, I think that's probably how it's supposed to be when your gift comes out like that. So I would love for you to tell us if you've had uh, an experience that really stands out as memorable for you in doing a reading for someone and connecting with someone. Yeah, I think the most powerful one that I've done was, um, this woman booked a session for her mom and her mom um let's just say she was about 75 right and so i go into the session and what i do is just describe for people everything that spirit is showing me in the way that they want in the way that they're showing me because that gives clues to other people who are the client Mm -hmm. and so Um, what ended up coming up in this session was this mom on the other side was so sorry to her 75 year old daughter because this mother had had, I don't remember if it was 10 or 12 children. It was a lot of children. And this daughter was the last of all the kids and she did not want this child. She wanted to be done, but the husband really wanted this child. And so the mother had the baby and um, came through talking about how sorry she was for the things that she said, for the way that she treated her. What ended up coming to light was that the dad um, had seen the mother's energetic rejection of the child and emotional, I would say, abandonment 
of the child early on. So the dad would make special effort to go be there for the kiddo when all mom really wanted was more time with her husband. And so this special time that dad and youngest daughter were having together drove an even larger wedge between daughter and mom. And this beautiful 75-year-old woman cried the entire time. And she said, um, I have let this impact me my entire life. I have felt not good enough my entire life. I have turned down job opportunities. I have turned down different opportunities because of that lack of self-worth. She loved her dad. She felt a lot of love from dad, but she always craved love from mom. And so to see this come full circle within the session and her really embrace and forgive mom in that session and feel how much energy lifted off of her heart was incredible. And to feel her and to talk to her afterwards, how she stepped into embracing that real connection with her mom on the other side and what a shift it made for her was just so profound. That's awesome. And I think there's a lot of healing sometimes that happens after people have crossed over because when we're here on this earth, our egos get in the way and sometimes we can't say I'm sorry or we don't recognize that we've done anything wrong or so on the other side when we do then we can you know come through and give people sometimes the closure that they need or the healing that they need yeah yeah and that's exactly what happened I love that I love that and I love what you're doing and how you're helping people. And I want to thank you again so much for being here. This was such a great conversation today. Uh, thank you so much, Melissa. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today, too. Go follow Julie. You can get her book, Angels and Awakening. What is the best way for them to do that if they want to buy your book or they want to listen to your podcast, which is also called Angels and Awakening? Correct. Yeah, 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 you got it. Um, so you can listen to the podcast anywhere podcasts are found. If you have a Amazon Alexa, you could just say play Angels and Awakening podcast. Um, you can find the book again over on Amazon. It's also on my website, theangelmedium.com. And I'm on Instagram at Angel Podcast. Awesome. All right. Well, I highly, highly encourage people to go and check you out because if they've enjoyed this conversation as much as I have today, I'm sure that they will benefit so much from your book and from your podcast. Thank you again so much for being here today. Oh, thank you, Melissa, so much. And thank you for everything that you're doing in the world right now, too. It's so needed. Uh Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to all of you out there listening today. I hope you guys are having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. If you want to work with me or follow me, all of the links are in the show notes. If you want to join me on Patreon, you can actually watch the video of this episode today and see how beautiful Julie is. And if you want to get extra episodes per week of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, you can do that there as well. Again, the links are in the show notes. I am sending you guys so much love and light. Take care and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.